What's good, my friends? Leo Cannell here with today's Seven Figures Club podcast. Today, my friends, we've got a good one for you. We've got uh, a dicey, controversial-ish type topic. Today's topic is be like Joe. No, 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 not that Joe. I'm talking about Joe Manchin, that is. Some of you may or may not have heard about Joe Manchin in the news, but today's topic is about why you want to be like Joe, Joe Manchin, that is, why objective, critical thinking is key to joining the Seven Figures Club, how to unpack and decipher and break down complicated issues, process them, and make great, solid, awesome decisions as an entrepreneur and business owner. And I'm going to share another little story about our good friend, entrepreneur, rest in peace, Henry Ford, how he won a huge lawsuit, and what he taught entrepreneurs about uh, basically surrounding yourself with awesome people to help you make big time decisions and win. So let's get going. There are over 32 million businesses in the U.S. and over 90% of them will never break seven figures in annual sales. So how do we as entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs break into that seven figures club? This podcast will relentlessly share the secrets, strategies, and tactics I've used to create three multi-seven figures businesses and bring in even more successful entrepreneurs than me to share their inspirational stories and tactics to success. You can create your dream business in life right now. So buckle up and let's go. All right, my friends. Again, we are in the fourth quarter. October is ticking down here. Only two months left in this year are you finishing strong is the pedal to the metal are you growing are you building your infrastructure are you not just transferring profits to your checking account and calling it a day are you investing back into your business to create something meaningful something massive something that creates a really big positive impact and becomes actually financially a lot more rewarding than just transferring some little profits to your checking account. And that, of course, still, it's very important to take those profits, but make sure that the decisions you're making today are going to lead to massive success and building something that truly matters and is not just you know, you running a little business that's a little bit better than a basic job. I've been there. It's so much better when you can actually build something and take it to the next level. And by the way, that takes time. Like it doesn't happen immediately. And I think back to my previous company, build it up fast, not on a solid foundation. The fall thereof was very painful, very great. This time around, uh, we've built a foundation that's very strong and the growth has uh, been profitable. It's been very well thought out and deliberate and intentional and one decision after another. Pivots have been made to put us on the right path and I'm very excited with where we're going as a business. Today's topic is be like Joe. No, my friends, not that Joe, not the let's go Brandon Joe that you've probably uh, heard in the news you know, over the last uh, nine months, uh, someone who, a Joe who has, you know, I don't care what side of the aisle you're on, you have to be honest. You cannot lie to yourself. You must look at the facts. This Joe has made poor decisions. He has processed issues uncritically, unobjectively, and the results we're getting are very, very high inflation. Certainly not all of it his responsibility, but he is the leader and the decisions he's made have brought high inflation. The high inflation 
has been part of the story. Another part of the story has been, you know, obviously the uh, the retreat uh, and the, the withdrawal of troops in Afghanistan. That Joe clearly, you know, did not did not contemplate all of the possibilities and did not make a very objective, critical decision when it came to how that was executed. On the other hand, in the Democratic Party and in the world today, one of the most important people is Senator Joe Manchin. He is a Democratic senator of the great state of West Virginia, and he has been in politics a long time. He's known that other Joe for, you know, decades. But the thing you'll notice, and as you probably have noted and seen in the news, regardless of where you get your news, this guy is standing out. This guy is taking a stand. He's built on values and principles that we make decisions that truly matter and that we make them the right way when we consider all sides of an issue. And so recently, there's been you know these massive bills that uh, Congress and Senate have been uh, creating. Obviously, there's it's uh, three, four trillion dollars in massive spending. It's supposed to be for infrastructure. The majority of the bill, if you do the research, is actually not going towards our roads, bridges, and other things, but a number of other programs. And while those programs may be, you know, in some cases, somewhat worthy causes, is it the time to go further into debt as a nation? We're now at 125% uh, debt to our GDP. So our GDP is like, I think, you know, about $20 trillion a year. And now our, our uh, debt load is up to $25 trillion as a nation. And so why does this matter to you as an entrepreneur, as a business owner? Because your ability to make tough decisions is going to dictate and determine the type of success that you have as a business owner, as an entrepreneur. It's the same thing with your family life. It's the same thing with your personal development. And it's certainly connected to the decisions you make as an entrepreneur and a business owner. And so Joe Manchin, you know, this senator out of West Virginia who's a Democrat, is looking at these massive you know, spending bills, and he's putting his foot down. He's looking objectively and saying, this is not the best decision based on the high inflation that we're seeing, based on what his constituents in West Virginia are seeing, based on all of the different uh, impacts of the decisions made by the politicians over the last year. He's looking at these issues critically. He's looking at the data, and he's saying, no, it does not make sense. I'm not going to mortgage you know, my grandchildren's future because you guys think you need to spend all this money to have more control and, and you know, put, you know, more special projects that do not move the needle, do not improve things for the people in the country as a whole. And so he's making these difficult decisions based on looking at all sides of the issues. He's not blindly following. The problem with a lot of people and a lot of politicians is they just blindly follow the party that they're associated, whether they're to the left or to the right. They make these one-sided decisions. They don't consider both sides of an issue. And when you make those types of decisions, ultimately you often come to regret them. So as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, when you have a big decision to make, you've got to take your biases out of it. I remember, you know, sitting down into board uh, meetings with a previous business, and we would have people on the board who would just say, well, I think this, well, I think that. Well, guess what? Nobody cares about what you think. 
What matters and, and who we really want to ask this question to is our avatar, our dream client. What do they think? And more importantly, what is the broader market, the market that we're targeting? What do they think? So when you're making these big decisions as a business owner, how are you going to adjust your marketing campaign? How are you going to create a competitive advantage? What's going to set you apart from the mediocre competition out there? and help you in a very noisy marketplace to stand out, well, it comes down to making these objective decisions about what the market wants. And that is super key. And I'm going to do a, a podcast in, in the very near future about the importance of understanding what the market thinks and making decisions based off of what the market thinks. But it's the same thing. Joe Manchin doesn't come in there and look at these big you know, tri multi-trillion dollar bills and, and think, oh, well, I think this and I think that. No, he's thinking, what is best for the people as a whole? What is best for his constituents back in West Virginia? And so when you make decisions as a business owner, it's what's best for our team? What's best for our client? I probably should start what's best for our customer. And then next, what's best for our company? And then what's best for our team? At the very, very bottom of that section is what's best for me as a business owner. But really, at the end of the day, what's best for you as a business owner is number one, to take care of your customers. Number two, to make sure that your company is standing out, that it's growing, that it's not flatlining. And number three, how do you create a culture and a team that can execute on that game plan and deliver real value to your customers and stand out in a very noisy marketplace. And those are the things that move the needle at the end of the day. And so as we talk about, you know, how do we unpack complicated issues, process them and make awesome decisions. And there's a story that I believe illustrates this better than anything else. And at the end of the day, we have to realize, and again, this is what I love about Joe Manchin, is he understands he's not an expert about everything, so he makes his decisions by bringing in experts and weighing, you know, honestly the, you know, the truth about a big decision, about an issue, by looking at all sides with experts on both sides. What happens with most people is they bring in someone who's an expert and has one position, one side of the coin covered, but they don't cover the other, and they lie to themselves and act like they're making an objective decision. And to kind of illustrate this point, it was, uh, I think, over 100 years ago, Henry Ford, the great founder, entrepreneur, and creator of really the automobile industry, uh, getting it off the ground and, and making this massive uh, impact on the world and society as a whole by, you know, creating the, uh, the, the combustion engine and, and doing such a marvelous job about the getting cars out to the masses at an affordable price. And also in his day, like his employees made more money, were treated better, really, than most other uh, employees at other organizations at the time. So he uh, is attacked, I think, by a newspaper in Chicago who says that basically Henry Ford got lucky. He's an idiot. He doesn't know anything. He's not a, he, he doesn't have a college uh, education. And so Henry Ford looks at this and like, this is, this is bull crap. I'm not going to put up with this. So he files a lawsuit for libel and slander against him saying, that he did not get lucky and that he is absolutely very intelligent and he's going to prove it. So in this courtroom, he is called to the stand to be a witness in, in this big lawsuit, in this big case. The whole country's watching it. And the guy, the, uh, the uh, 
you know, attorney representing the newspaper comes up and he asks him this question, Henry Ford, who was the uh, Secretary of State, you know, when, uh, when James Madison was president? And he's like, yeah, I, I'm not sure about that. I wasn't even alive. That's not really important and doesn't have anything to do with my success as a business owner. And then he starts asking the rest of the uh, audience there, because there's a number of people there witnessing this case, how many of you know who was Secretary of State when uh, President Madison was president? Nobody, nobody remembers that. It's, it's, it's kind of trivial data that doesn't really matter. He asks the judge, who's got two law degrees, what he thinks, if he knows, he doesn't know. And then he points out, you know what a smart, really intelligent person does? When I'm asked something about a topic I don't know, well, guess what? I've got 10 buttons on my desk and I can press one of those buttons and have an expert brought to me to educate me about this topic and another expert to kind of take the other side of the topic and that way I can make a really good sound business decision because I can bring in those experts and that's how you make great decisions by bringing in experts, by looking at both sides of an issue and then making a decision and, and having the guts to go forward with it. And then also to understand that at times you'll be wrong and maybe you're gonna have to pivot and change course on that decision that you made. And as long as you have the right people on the bus in your company, you can make those changes, make those decisions and continue to move forward and grow your business. So at the end of the day, be like Joe, no, not that Joe, but Senator Joe Manchin, weigh the issues out objectively, bring in experts on all sides, and don't always try to figure everything out. Sometimes it's not, you know, how to do something, but who knows how to do it. So for example, right now we're trying to, you know, launch a, a really big campaign for our funding CEO Academy. And I know that there's great opportunities on YouTube. I know there's great opportunities on Facebook. So I'm bringing in an expert who's shown a lot of success and help business owners to build their business by doing ads on Facebook, by doing ads on YouTube, and then working with that person, still doing all my due diligence. And that, my friends, is how you succeed at the highest levels as a small business owner, as an entrepreneur. This is how you get into the Seven Figures Club that only five to 7% of businesses uh, get to. Remember, like 93, 95% of businesses will never break seven figures in annual sales revenue and income. And so if you wanna get into that seven figures club and beyond, that's how you want to process these issues, look at them objectively and critically and not think, well, what are my biases and what do I think about the issue, but rather, where is the truth? What can the experts on each side of an issue, what does the data show and then make decisions based off of truth, not based off of your biases, prejudices, etc. Do that, my friends, and you will be in the Seven Figures Club. Take massive action, have a great day, and we will see you on the flip side on the next time at the Seven Figures Club podcast. Are you looking for more Seven Figure Secrets, content, or even how you can launch your own recession-proof business? Then check out sevenfigures.com. That's the digit seven, F-I-G-U-R-E-S.com, where we share more videos, stories, strategies, funding solutions, entrepreneurial education, and even the secret business type that's recession-proof. Thank you for listening, and if you're finding value in our podcast, please give us a five-star and invite others to join the club.